This is Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, a podcast dedicated to helping you expand your mindset and get shit done. Be sure to subscribe to this show and leave me a review if I've been able to impact your life in any way. Reviews help me reach a higher ranking, which in turn allows the message to reach more people. It's my goal with this podcast to positively impact a million people's lives. Also check out RyanNidell.com for additional content. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com. Also find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Ryan Nidell. Today's episode is listener requested how to meditate. So meditation has been one of the most powerful and impactful daily rituals that I've adopted over the past 12 to 18 months. Today I'm going to share with you the exact methodology that I went through to go from having no idea what meditation was or how it worked to being able to transcend almost daily my current bodily form. So meditation is a strange thing, right? I mean, most of the time when I share about meditation or when you ask me about meditation and just ask how, like, how do I meditate? That's an honest question. Like, how do you meditate? What is the right way to meditate? Well, the first, almost like the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. The first rule of meditation is there is no right way to meditate. There just isn't. You could talk to 25 different people that meditate on a daily basis, and I bet you get 20 different answers on how they meditate. So before I even set up the frame on how I got to where I've gotten to now, I'm going to encourage you to eliminate that self-belief that there's a right way to do this. When I started to meditate, I thought literally it was sitting on the floor Indian style, which I cannot do. My hip flexors are so tight from years of sitting in the car, using steroids, being too muscle bound, not stretching. Like I literally thought I had to figure out how to cram my body onto the floor, sit Indian style, have my palms face up on my knees and have my thumb touching my index and pointer finger, index and middle finger, you know, facing upward. Like that was just the mental story I had that that is how you meditate. You sit there, you're quiet. Maybe you, you in, me, in my mind, it was hum. Now I know it's om, but there's a chant or a mantra is what that ends up being called. Like I thought that was how you did it. Well, I found out very quickly in trying that a handful of times that it didn't work for me. I was too focused on how painful my hips were. I was too focused on how foolish I felt like I looked. I was too focused on everything else other than what meditation is really about. And in my mind to start with, meditation is about controlling your mind. Base level. Just as simple as it gets, it's about controlling your ability to not think. Now I know that sounds crazy, right? Like how do you control your mind and not think? Like what, what's the absence of thought? Well, for me, how I started down this path was I'm analytical by nature and I like gizmos and gadgets and things that track pieces and parts of your life. So I did research and actually a buddy of mine, Greg Anderson, many years ago in California when we were out on a, I'll say a family trip, Lindsay and I went out there and invited him and his girlfriend at the time down and had another buddy of mine from here go out with a young lady and we rented a house on Venice Beach. And I remember seeing him sit there meditating with this strange device that went across his forehead and then looped back over his ears. It was black. And I'm an inquisitive person by nature. So I asked him, Greg, what is that thing? He goes, oh, it's a muse. Like, muse. He goes, yeah, M-U-S-E. Muse. So what's it do? He said, well, it ends up gamifying the way that we meditate. It ends up giving you 
statistical empirical data that allows you to see if you've meditated better or worse day over day. Well, I'm super inquisitive still. And so where can I get one? And he goes, well, it's choosemuse.com. And, and that's still the domain as today. C-H-O-O-S-E-M-U-S-E.com. And so he goes, well, why don't you try it? So I put this strange little headband device on that goes over the back of my ears. And then plug, you know, there's a, a you wear headphones and you attach it to your phone and it's got an app. But you have to have the head, the, the device that goes across your forehead to really make it work the right way. And in this, there's a a soundscape, as it's called, of an ocean in the background. And the less you think and the more calm that your brain is, the more serene the ocean becomes. It starts being just normal, you know, normal waves, nothing crazy. And as you calm your mind down, eventually you barely hear the water at all. It's almost smooth. There's almost nothing there. Then when you get into that pseudo theta state, that state of, that state of complete relaxation, you end up hearing birds chirp. That's a way to let you know that you're really doing it right. But as those birds chirp, it becomes more difficult to hold that state because your mind wants to start focusing on the birds. And as you focus on that sound, the birds go away and the ocean starts to get more rough. And all of a sudden, if you were to look at the, the chart when you're done meditating, you'll see the peaks and valleys of your brain waves during that time. This device that goes over your forehead and behind your ears actually is monitoring your brain waves. And so I get done meditating the first time and it's a game to me now. It's like, man, I can, I can figure out how to do this. Like I want to go 20 minutes and have it be just completely calm the whole time. I don't remember exactly, but I think the first time I meditated with, with that device, it was three or four minutes and it was horrible. Like, certainly no birds, certainly no calm mindsets, nothing like that. But I remember instantly grabbing my phone, hopping on, I think it was even Amazon, and buying a device so when I got home, I would have it for myself. And that's what started the path for me, is I went day after day after day, the same time, every morning. Back then, I wasn't waking up at 4.30 in the morning. It was probably 7.30 or 8. And I'm putting this device on, and I'm meditating. And they have guided meditation on the device, and they have unguided meditation. I tried every variable inside this app to perfect my, quote-unquote, perfect my meditation practices. None of it really worked until it worked. All of a sudden, what I found is I was able to go 10 minutes and stay calm from start to finish. I went from hearing five or six birds in 10 minutes to hearing 100 birds in 10 minutes. Like, all right, I can push the time out more. Then I went to 15. Then I went to 20 minutes. And eventually, the results were so consistent that I realized 20 minutes was very easy. The time passed quickly. I heard birds the whole time. I was consistently in that theta state. And then it sat in, set in on me. What set in was the fact I was now bored. Like, I feel like I've already accomplished this now. I don't get stressed out about this. I'm just like, okay, and now I can start to Google and try to find some more research on how to expand my meditation practice. Like, what's the next step past this? And it's not that I have it dialed into the fact of like I'm some meditation guru. I just feel like at 20 minutes hearing a couple hundred birds and having it be calm the whole time and being able to do that almost consistently any time of day, any location, then I'm pretty dialed into this. So I start doing research and I come upon something called binary signaling, B-I-N-A-R-Y signaling. And the, the methodology behind binary signaling is if you pump a frequency in your left ear and pump a different frequency in your right ear, what you're able to do is synchronize the two hemispheres of your brain. And through that synchronization, what ends up happening is 
you force your body into this really unique theta state. Well, not only are you meditating, but now there's an auditory signal that's forcing you to have your two hemispheres of your brain align, and it's getting you to a place that most of the time we can't get to on our own. And so binary signal, I'm, okay, well, I know this exists now, and I'm seeing it on a lot of meditation sites, and I'm seeing a lot of references to it, but how do I do it? And lo and behold, I buy something uh, from a company called AppSumo that's called the briefcase. And inside the briefcase, they have access to something called brain.fm. Brain.fm exists right now. It's not only an app, but it's also a website. Go check it out. On Brain.fm, what they do is it's a website dedicated to biohacking, if you will, your brain. It's using these binary signals to increase meditation, focus, relaxation, or sleep. And so I started going pretty deep down the rabbit hole on the meditation side of things. Not only do they have anywhere between 18 and 40-minute guided meditations, but they also have just endless binary signaling without guiding, without guidance to help you meditate. So I started doing this like for 20, 25 minutes because time's just passing. Because what happens is, is I've gotten out of my own headspace and stopped focusing on hearing birds, but understand how to apply those principles into daily meditation with binary signaling. I'm now able to get into this whole different space where I'm seeing colors and traveling. It feels like almost to different places where my body is connected. I can still feel myself, but no longer am I stressed on how it's working. Like it's almost like my brain is overriding my thought process and I'm just tuned into the world. It's during the same time period that I discover Wake Up Warrior and some other books and some things like that. And I now push myself to start waking up at 4 to 4.30. I realize for most of you that sounds crazy, right? Like why in the hell would you wake up at 4 or 4.30? Well, what eventually I find out is there's frequencies in which the universe operates at. Certainly our globe, the world. And as the sun does not exist and the birds are not chirping... And there's not the energy that's coming off of the sun. There's a different frequency in which the world is emitting. And what I found is if I'm meditating during that time period, if I'm meditating where there's no sun in the sky, if I'm meditating in this way that there almost feels like a worldly silence, I'm able to have this entirely different experience. So I'm still using brain.fm at this point, but now I've switched from meditating at 6 to 7 in the morning, and I'm, now I'm getting up at 4, 4.30, and I'm meditating before the sun comes up. And all of a sudden, what's happened to me is like I'm, I feel superhuman now. I'm meditating this way that's connecting me to like a whole nother dimension, which again, I know sounds crazy to those of you that haven't meditated yet or don't understand how this works, but what ends up happening is I can feel after two or three minutes I'm not really connected to my body anymore. It's like I'm, my, my vision, my, you know, as I, your mind's eye, as my eyes are closed, and instead of seeing colors and flashes of light, now it feels like I'm going into a tunnel and it's like I'm being just forced out the backside where I'm somewhere different. And so as I'm going down this route and this path, I'm like, all right, let me pull back out the muse again and let me see how the muse works. Let me make sure that I haven't lost this connection. And what's happening is I test with the muse and I, I put it on my forehead and I log back into the app and it's been months and months since I've used it, but instantly I'm the calmest, it's almost a flat line is how calm I am. 
I can't even tell you how many hundreds of birds I heard in 25 minutes. I'm like, all right, I, I'm obviously doing something the right way. Like, this is actually working. As all this is going on, I end up seeing a book by a guy named Dr. Joe Dispenza called Becoming Supernatural. I reviewed it at some point on this show. My, my friend, warrior brother, guy respect, Tommy Baker, had posted a picture of this book, so I picked it up like I do so many books that I see online. And it's a big, thick book, and it doesn't have an overly you know, awe-inspiring cover, but I pick it up and I start to read it. And in this, Joe Dispenza starts talking about universal connection and how to meditate the right way and why aligning your chakras work and how to do that. And all of a sudden, my mind is getting blown. I'm like, wow, there's like another level to this meditation game. So I started out with a muse. I graduated to Brain FM, and now I'm reading this book that's having me use Brain FM in even a different way. And what happens is Joe starts talking about, you know, contracting your perineum. That's the part, you know, almost if you were to have to try to hold your, your, your body together, if you had to use a restroom, like you're squeezing everything down in that area, that's your perineum. So you squeeze that tight, you squeeze your lower abs, you flex your upper abs, and you imagine, if you will, that as you breathe in through your nose calmly, you're taking energy from the base of your body, as I'm sitting in a chair, we'll call it your rectum, you're taking that up your spine, like, you know, pulling up energy through the base column of your spine all the way up to the crown on the top of your head. And he's explaining why in this book, why, you know, aligning your chakras works and how that happens and what the different pieces and parts are and how to transcend your body. And now I'm like, my mind is blown because he's explaining many of the things that I've been doing that I didn't know what to call. Like, how do you even share this with somebody? So I sit down and I meditate for 25 or 30 minutes every morning and I feel like I go to a different universe and I see things I can't explain. It really just makes me sound like a, a crazy person, but it's what was happening. And now all of a sudden Joe's giving a context that I understand. And so as I read through Becoming Supernatural, I'm addicted to this book. Like I tear through this big, thick book. And so I start to Google Joe Dispenza and I find out he's got all these guided meditations on iTunes and on his website. So I buy every guided meditation he has on his website. Don't even know they're on iTunes yet. And I start using his guided meditation. So I stop the Brain FM path and I start using Dr. Joe Dispenza. And what Dr. Joe Dispenza ends up doing with his guided meditations is he's combined the binary signaling from Brain.fm plus a guided meditation that teaches you how to breathe the right way, how to slow down your breathing pattern, how to contract your perineum and your abs, and then how to feel the space of your body and the amount of space that your body takes up in a, in a room. And as you do that, you start to feel this, I start to feel this tingling sensation where I'm now like, I understand the magnitude, you know, he says, you know, he starts asking you to focus on the center of your neck. And then the space around the center of your neck. And I, as I'm saying that, I can feel the center of my neck in my head. Like I, I can feel inside my neck itself. And then I can feel the energy coming around my neck. And he takes you through all these different parts of your body to figure out this awareness of your current situation. The awareness of the space that you hold versus the universe. And then as he starts going down in one of his meditations, breaking limiting beliefs, it starts to get into this whole practice of that the old version of yourself doesn't serve you and start to live in your future best version of yourself. And like bells are going off in my head as this is happening. It's like, holy shit, I figured this out. Like, this is amazing. 
And so that's how I've been meditating lately. But I still go back and check in from time to time with the Muse headband just to make sure I haven't lost that gift. And sometimes when I don't feel a connection with Dr. Joe Dispenza, I wake up in the morning and I'll call it the voice or my intuition doesn't guide me that way. I pull out either brain.fm or, or my Muse and I still do the reps. I still put in the work. But in that, that's as far as my meditation practices have went now. Dr. Joe Dispenza has meditations that go anywhere from 25 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes. And I'll say I've done them all. And I continue to do them. The hour and 15 minutes is surreal because it's like I go to places that I don't even know how to really explain. You'll get it when you get there. But it's a process. Like understand you are in the process of progress in your meditation practices. There is no final destination to this. Like I thought after the muse that I had it locked in and then I'm like, no, there's something more. Then I thought after Brain FM, like, man, this is amazing. I've hacked my body. I got this. Then there's something more. And I, I know there's going to be this next level or next rung on the ladder that I reach for and I grab. And it's going to show me something different. But in all these different things that I stacked up on one another, I realized the fact that there is no perfect path to any solution. You know, no one could really explain to me how to meditate. And I don't know that this is really explaining to you how to meditate. I just explained how I started my meditation practice. But how often in my life did I, was I realizing that I had had a plan and not been malleable enough to adjust that plan? Well, I was so rigid in the fact that, nope, this is what we're going to do, that I forgot to understand the fact that life changes and some things don't serve you anymore. So think about in your life right now, perhaps it's in your body, where you really want to achieve some sort of fitness goal, but for whatever reason you keep hurting yourself, or the timetables don't line up, or you don't enjoy it anymore, but you're afraid to, to own that and have that shift go on to take a new path. That's you needing to understand that it's okay to make a course correct. Maybe it's in your relationship that You've had this phenomenal relationship. You've built this life around you and your potential partner. You're not married quite yet, but the magic's worn off and you don't feel like it's the best place to be anymore. But you're afraid to have the tough conversation because you were in love so not that long ago. But understand having that conversation might be the most liberating thing you've ever done for yourself. Or maybe it's in your business. Maybe you've just been in the same rut for a long time because you were told by your parents or society or whoever it is that you listen to that the best way to navigate this life is to find a job, work your way up through the rankings, work for 40 years, retire on 40% of your income, and do the best you can. But there's something inside of you every day that's making you hate going to work. Maybe it's time for you to shift and reevaluate what you're really doing and why you're doing it. Nothing wrong with course correcting there. What I found time over time in my life, especially as it pertains to meditation, that as I course correct and have a more open mind to what's possible, I'm able to get shit done. 